You're listening to the PlantX Podcast, the digital face of the plant-based community. Join us as we explore the inner workings of all things plant-based, from the products and lifestyles to the people behind them. Whether you follow a strict plant-based diet or just want to learn more, you're invited. Now welcome our host, the man who combined his love of e-commerce and the plant-based lifestyle to create PlantX, Sean Dollinger. Hey everyone, welcome to our 25th PlantX podcast. And thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate you taking time each week to come and join us. And the following just gets larger and larger. You know, again, thank you for subscribing to the channel, giving us thumbs up, referring us to your friends. All of those things go a really long way in spreading the word about what Plantex is all about. And I love starting the show for all the newcomers we have. As I mentioned on the last uh, vodcast, we now have over 10,000 shareholders worldwide. Some companies never get that amount. And in just six short months, due to uh, everybody supporting us, um, you know, we've already accomplished such great milestones. So, you know, again, thanks for that. Uh, for anybody who's watching for the first time, you know, Plantex is your one-stop shop for everything plant-based. So if you're looking for grocery, meal delivery, juices now, um, you know, and you'll meet Cassandra Troy, founder of Little West, uh, who will be on the show today. Uh, really, we're absolutely everything you could think about plant-based living. And, you know, I've been on a plant-based journey for 10 plus years, lost 60 pounds, 30% of my body weight. And I always felt judged when I was going through that process. What do you mean you were plant-based? You know, and this was a bunch of years back where it wasn't as popular as it is now. And our whole philosophy at Plantex, you're welcome, you know, to come and join, whether you had meat yesterday or you're just looking to learn about the plant-based lifestyle, we want Plantex to be that one-stop shop where you come and learn and feel comfort. And it dawned on me, I was out at our Squamish location, the grocery store is finally getting ready to launch next week. And while I was walking around and seeing what a great job everyone did, dawned on me that you don't need to read the ingredients anymore looking if something's plant-based. Everything in the whole store is plant-based for people to enjoy. So, um, you know, I can't wait till our shareholders and investors and customers give us feedback on the space because I'm extremely proud of, uh, of what our team has done out there. So thanks for that. And on that note, Cassandra, welcome to our show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. And uh, before we uh, get into any of uh, the questions for our viewers to hear, uh, we'd love to start our show off with how do you take your coffee? Oh my gosh, that's a great question. I make a superfood coffee every morning. I put, um, I use a dark roast coffee. I put collagen peptides in it, some 10 mushroom blend, some CBD, and a little bit of a superfood creamer. And I put it in my frother and froth it up and then pour it in my coffee. Definitely, we haven't had anybody in 25 <laughs> podcasts say anything like that. So that sounds awesome. I'm gonna have to give it's it a try. Delicious. Yeah. So um, again, you know, I believe officially uh, your Plantex's third acquisition, obviously it takes months because there's just so much work that goes into it, but you know, the general public finally got word of it just last week and you were kind enough to um, make yourself available on tonight's show. And from yourself as co-founder of the company, I always think it speaks volumes on, you know, what the story is. I'd love everybody to kind of hear how it got started, 
I heard rumors that you used your wedding funds to actually get the company going. And when I met you guys over the phone, and I know it was not even a video like today, you guys have this incredible energy to yourselves. So love what you guys have created and love that you're part of the family. Well, thank you so much. And we are absolutely over the moon. I mean, it was, it took every ounce of my being to not shout it off the rooftop before last Friday. So once we actually could talk about it, it was just, you know, so much fun to, to share with everyone. But uh, yes, you are right. The story is, the very short version of it is that Andrew and I started, my husband and I started the juice business. Sorry. That would be my children running around. <laughs> I'm hiding in the bedroom right now. Um, so we, we did start the business back in 2013. We actually, Andrew and I eloped in San Francisco. We had just tried, we were trying to figure out if we were going to do a wedding or not, decided not to do a wedding and decided to just put the money we had saved up for our wedding or we were saving up for a wedding and open up a 200 square foot juice bar next to our favorite hot yoga studio in LA. And at the time we just thought we were going to have a juice bar and we're like, you know, we really, we were so passionate about making juice and smoothies and we wanted to make it for our community. And really it started that simple. We just, we went to the Santa Monica farmer's market. We met a bunch of the local farmers, went to visit them at their farms, learned about, uh, you know, just, everything that they do and, and their process. And then we started making juice, but we had no idea, you know, we didn't build the business in a way that was like, oh, we're going to be a beverage brand and be on the shelf in a grocery store. We really just thought we would have a juice bar and maybe a second one down the road. And so, you know, if I knew then what I know now, I would have definitely built the company much differently, but we are where we are. And within the first three months of us opening our business, we were asked to supply juices for Coachella in 2013. And we were like, yeah, of course, at that time, yes, of course, was the answer to everything. And um, we had no clue what we were doing. I mean, we had a three-day shelf life. The juice had to stay cold. We didn't have a refrigerated truck at this point to transport our juices. Um, but what I will say is that we've always had from that time, we had friends that had coffee shops and started reaching out and saying, hey, we want to carry your juice. Um, and we just, everything was, yes, of course. Yes, of course, let's do it. We didn't want to turn a partnership down. You know, we felt like we were doing something really special and unique with our juice. We were using really approachable ingredients, but we were making really special blends that people seemed to really identify with. And so we used that momentum um, and then basically fell into the wholesale business. And now we're at a point where wholesale is our business. We don't have any more retail stores. And um, we just realized that what started as such a tiny little community on La Brea in LA, right next to our yoga studio, has grown into such a beautiful community now in three states on the West Coast. And then now working with you guys, you know, it's just, it really is so special to us to know that we have the opportunity to continue bringing our product to more people and, and just keep growing the community. And I could hear the passion that you have, obviously, for the brand that you founded. You know, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. And, uh, you know, I always find when you start with something simple, it does explode on you if you uh, put all that effort and energy into it. So, um, you know, congratulations on how far it's come. And um, you spoke a little bit about uh, community and uh, Plantex has made a massive shift into sustainability. How does that play in our role with uh, what you guys have created? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, I think it's something that we're all talking about. We all need to be talking about right now. For us, the most important thing is really supporting local. And, you know, we, 
still work with some of the farmers and a lot of the farmers that we started working with back in 2013, 2014. And for us, it's about trying to really support the local farms and making sure that they're doing it right. Basically just cutting down on whatever, um, whatever carbon footprint we can. We also, um, as a company, I mean, back in the day when we first started our business, I was delivering bags of our pulp our compost to local community um, community gardens at schools and I was volunteering a lot at elementary schools and just dropping off compost for them but that has carried on and uh, we also donate a percent of all of our sales to big green learning gardens teaching kids about the importance of real food and uh, for every time someone orders one of our little west cases off of our website we plant a tree with an incredible company called eco drive and uh, right now we're planting trees in madagascar and we're also creating employment for local villagers amazing and i love I, I cannot wait to carry that on to, you know, the whole Plantex platform as well and, uh, you know, sharing all the different thoughts. And again, with, with this being so important to you, it should speak wonders to our investors and shareholders that you trust Plantex enough as the new home for your uh, company that you started from a 200 square foot location, uh, but you coming on and uh, staying on and managing it all and helping us build out that whole side of the business is so important, which I'll speak a little bit uh, later in our show. So, you know, thanks for that. And we have you on the show and we always encourage, as you know, it's live and it goes to all the social media platforms out there. So we always encourage people to give feedback, to write in any questions they might have for Cassandra, uh, you know, which we'll open the floor to in a little bit. Please go ahead and ask. And uh, somebody who's a massive supporter of uh, Plantex has um, unfortunately Falling a little bit ill, and uh, we think that your juices would uh, bring his spirits up and uh, hopefully to a quick recovery. Um, so we'll go send um, six of your little West juices. You'll choose the, the best flavors, and we'll. Send I was it over just to going to say I will put together our best six for whoever this this mystery person is that I'm looking forward to meeting. <laughs> yeah, no, his name's Sean, and he's great, and he's his his energy is great as well. You'll you'll really enjoy meeting him, and. Um, you know, people speak a lot about the importance of ingredients that go into things. You know, at the end of the day, when I walk into an apple orchard, which is like my favorite thing to do in the fall, I seem to eat like eight apples off the trees just because of how fresh they taste. And it's so hard to replicate that with going to a local store and purchasing, you know. Um, how does it fall into the importance of the bottles that you put together, the juices? How quickly are they being picked and what have you seen? Yeah, I mean, okay, gosh, I have one thing that I have a story that I actually have to tell you because you just brought up apples and I have a really important story that I do want to share with you, but I'll answer your question first. Um, the ingredients are everything. And I think that one of the misconceptions in the juice industry and where people go wrong is that they think that because it's being juiced and going into a bottle that you don't have to be as much of a stickler about the quality of it. And for us, it's different. You know, we really promote the fact that if there's an ingredient on our bottle, we will work for months to make the perfect blend because we want you to taste every single ing ingredient. And that means that for the clover, which is our signature green juice, we put pear in it. And no one in the juice world will touch pear because it's a really tricky ingredient. But we use it because it doesn't mask the beautiful, bright flavors of our kale and our cucumber. And we're not going to go to great lengths to source the best produce if we're just going to throw it into a bottle mindlessly. So for us, it really does come down to everything. So we, what, one thing that we talk about a lot is that we are 48 hours farm to bottle. And what that means is basically that 
We are working with these farms. They are harvesting it one day. We are buying it through the middle of the night. We're bringing it to our facility and we are prepping it and juicing it the following day. So we believe that you can taste the freshness. And, you know, we small batch our juice, which is when we first started our company, we were small batching because we just didn't have enough business to do anything bigger than that. But even as we've grown, we still continue to small batch because we really want you to taste every single ingredient. We want the blends to be bright and lively and beautiful. And so, um, you know, we really, I believe, and we believe as a, as a company that the quality of the produce is everything. I would not put something in our bottle if I wouldn't put it on a dinner plate in front of my kids. And so that's really kind of how, how I think about it. That's so awesome. That's, uh, that's great. And things like the pear fact that you threw out there, I would never know that are, you know, and probably that took years of learning. And that's just a really small example, but that's why I think there's so much value to bringing yourself and your team on. And uh, these are things that you've learned and, you know, sweat tears went into this business and we're, we're just so happy for you to come on and help us with this whole arm that we're about to create. You know, originally we're this platform and at the end of the day, we're a technology company, but as we're getting all these customers who believe in us and try these products, we want to purchase brands like yourself to come onto the platform and stand by it that we know 100% what's going out the door. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, it's, it's incredible what you guys are doing because as a company, it is true you want to align yourself with other companies who see the importance in quality. And, you know, you guys are everything that we are not, which I adore. We really compliment each other. And that's why this is, you know, we I think we all see it. That it's going to be such a great fit because, you know, my husband and I, Andrew and I are so passionate we can talk produce for days and we can talk making juice for days um but we're creatives and you know i think it's really exciting for us to take what started as this little dream of ours just wanting to enrich our community and bring them uh you know inspiration for a healthier lifestyle and and just sort of shout it off the rooftops and have it reach a lot more people so we're, we're definitely you know an exciting fit but i want to tell you my apple story really quickly do we have time for that absolutely Okay, so only because you brought up apples. When we, before we actually started the company, when we were in talks, uh, one of this really lovely produce purveyor, they work with a lot of hotels and restaurants here in LA. Um, one of the, the owners of it walked Andrew and I through the Santa Monica Farmer's Market. And if you know anything about the produce world in LA, you know about this, the Wednesday morning Santa Monica Farmer's Market. Every chef is there okay. with their little trolleys picking up produce. And, um, and we were just walking around and he stopped us at this lovely apple kind of kiosk. And I was like, oh, you know, I love apples. You know, they're a little higher in sugar, but I really love apples. And I was like, gosh, everyone in the juice world uses apples for everything. It's just, it annoys me that it's just always apple. And then I take, and he's like, well, you should try Miguel's apples. And I take a bite out of this Fuji apple. And it was like one of those moments that you just remember for the rest of your life. It was the best apple I have ever had in my life. And I had like an out of body experience where I was like, if every apple tasted like this, I would understand why people use more of it. But also I want to create a juice just for this apple. <laughs> and so we don't put apple in all of our flavors, but we created one of our flavors called the ginger snap, which is apple, lemon and ginger, uh, which basically just showcased these incredible Fuji apples that I just had this kind of out of body experience. And 
you know you're in the right industry when you're eating an apple and you have that kind of experience. Uh, but it's something that that was right before we started it. And that's what inspired one of our, I think it's our number two selling flavor. Awesome. Such a cool story. I love it. And um, yeah, that's great. So we've had a, a bunch of people write in uh, questions that only you could answer. So uh, I'll go ahead and uh, start asking them. Um, one person asked, how perishable are your drinks? How long will the shelf life essentially be on it? So the juices actually last a few months from the time that we make oh. them. Yeah, so uh, they actually, they go through a process called HPP, high pressure processing, which is we make the juice, we seal it in the bottle, and then we send it to a third party where they're, they go into this incredible machine uh, where it's a water chamber where 87,000 pounds of pressure uh, is applied on the water. And what it does is it kills any harmful bacteria from the juices. So women uh, who are pregnant, people with weakened immune systems can all enjoy the juices. But what it also does is it extends the shelf life. And the simple way of explaining that now that I've given you the detailed way, but the simple way is basically that it seals the freshness in the bottle. Uh, you know, I think about it, I'll have a juice that's a, a couple months old, old, <laughs> still mm. perfectly great. And I open it and I, it blows my mind. It takes, tastes just like the day that we juiced it. Cool. And, uh, you know, hopefully that, uh, and that's really interesting to me because some people asked, Oh, are, are there chemicals, et cetera. And I said, there's no way that they use uh, chemicals. Right. So it was really interesting to hear the process that you guys are using. Yeah, nothing. We always, and just to further that, we do encourage people when they're buying our juices, you know, just because of carbon emissions and the fact that we're conscious of it, we always encourage people to stock up on like a two-week supply. Our whole philosophy is a juice a day every day, and you don't have to go crazy and, and do more than that, but we always say one juice a day every day, so we encourage people to stock up because they don't go bad in your fridge. Makes sense. Definitely. And uh, it'll be good for uh, the cleanses that we do as well, you know, that we could introduce them in as part of the mix instead of, uh, you know, using a different label and using a high quality product like yourselves. We're really excited about that. And uh, somebody asked about the financial information. And uh, because we haven't um, integrated everything quite yet, I prefer not to get into that. But one thing I'd love to point out, one of the important things when we were looking at um, acquiring yourselves is the distribution that you guys have, you know, into Whole Foods, that's a big one. And then being able to educate the general public while going into Whole Foods, that was one of the synergies that you saw between our two companies was that we'd be able to expand globally instead of just state, or I should say across America to start with instead of just the state. So hopefully that answers the person's financial question. Uh, this is a great question. How, how do you go about mixing these flavors and coming up with these uh, recipes, someone's asking, are you a chef? <laughs> I am not, I'm not a chef. Um, I did at one point dream of going to culinary school, but that, that didn't work out. Um, I, we, as a team, there's actually, there's a story behind every flavor to be completely honest with you. Sometimes it would be a conversation with a customer, with someone at the farmer's market, an ingredient that, that was in season. Um, but what we have done with our juices is we were really we have been really mindful of not creating any one flavor, any multiple flavors that are similar to each other. So we really want each flavor to have their own identity. So we have a vegetable, you know, a veggie forward greens. We have a fruit forward greens. We have uh, an orange carrot, coconut water, kind of citrusy, bright green. We really try to have different personalities in our juices. And the recipes are Andrew and I, for the most part, and then our family and friends. And so whoever is, uh, 
living in the neighborhood or if we're home with our family in Canada, in Montreal, where we were both from, we'll just have people try blends with us. And, um, and usually it comes down to our Andrew and my palate, ultimately, because the more people you ask, the more, uh, the more distracted you get. And uh, our flavors really are a reflection of us. And, you know, one flavor has cilantro in it. And I can't tell you, it's our number one selling flavor. It's actually the one that I, that I drink all the time that I'm holding mm-hmm. on to. But uh, we we sell the most of that one and everyone said to me, you can't put cilantro in your in your only, at the time it was our only green juice. And I was like, but I love cilantro and I want it in there. And then finally Andrew and I just said, you know what, we're putting it in. And it's always been our best seller. So, you know, I'm grateful that we stick with our palate at the end of the day. I really love that you refer to them as having their own personalities. That's so great. And I uh, yeah. can't wait to um, to give them all a try. Uh, when I come down to the U.S. And, you know, we have another and we'll, we'll wrap it up with this question just because we're getting a little bit short on time. Uh, somebody's asking, are we planning on expanding into Canada? And before I hand that off to you, uh, you know, the whole idea here is to really bring your brand global along with the other products that we acquire that you guys start streamlining and all of that to create our own kind of in-house brands. and all. So like in Tel Aviv, you know, it'd be great to have the Little West products on the shelf over there and, you know, Hillcrest San Diego. But then as again in Squamish, when I'm driving up to Whistler, I'd love to stop in and try your product. So maybe you could speak a little bit about um, the steps forward to start launching your product here in Canada. Yeah, gosh, absolutely. I mean, the first step is Plantex, really. Uh, you know, I will not sugarcoat it in any way. When you know, when Andrew and I started this business, we've always felt like the little engine that could, and we've always wanted to continue building. And what we've become known for is having the best product and building the best partnerships. And so that's really what's built us to where we are today. But now we're at a point where, if we want to take it to the next level, Plantex is really that partner that we are looking forward to doing it with. What I will say about us as a team is that find us a kitchen and a team to work with and we can put little west and build and bring little west anywhere you want (laughs) love that that's so great and uh you know again cassandra thank you very much for taking uh time out of your monday evening to join us and share with our investors and shareholders who obviously are all of ours now you know and again from the plantex family we uh, welcome you and your team's been wonderful to work with over the last few months and I know we're going to do some incredible things, especially, and maybe you could just recap. I think you guys were in Apple's corporate office, Google. And Netflix. Yeah, Netflix office. Netflix and all of tons that. Of, so, tons of hotels. Yeah, all the whole things. Like the hard work that you put in to get into all these places, it just allows, you know, us together to, I always say one plus one equals 11 at the end of the day. And people look at me a little sideways, but, um, <laughs> you know, that's a, something I stick with. So. Thanks again, Cassandra, and enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you so much, Sean. I appreciate it. Cheers. So another wonderful partnership, uh, you know, as you guys could see, you know, I always see it when people start their own companies from the ground up, it's different. You feel what they've been through by them explaining exactly uh, what they've developed. And uh, I just know this is a great start to the whole plant X side of things where we'll be looking uh, you know, with Little West, it was a little different. We acquired 100% of them. Uh, they have uh, some great revenue growth that we see coming up. Their distribution is large, you know, and this will allow us to introduce new companies. We get contacted a few times a week where we'll be looking to purchase 51% of other brands, keeping them on 
uh, to run their businesses, but Cassandra to really come in and help with the whole distribution side of things and getting the products out there. So we're really, really excited. This really sets the tone for the future of Plantex to use the platform that we've built out with all the brick and mortar stores that we'll have around the world to be able to educate people on new products that perhaps some people have never even heard about. So we're really, really looking forward to educating at the end of the day. And uh, one thing that I'd like to say before we sign off tonight is I had about five different individuals from five different parts of the world send me the article on Daniel Hume from uh, Madison, who uh, decided he had closed down his restaurant during COVID to support uh, local charities and feed uh, some of the hungry in New York. And he announced his reopening, which will take place in the next few weeks, but that he's going completely plant-based. So for the people who say that this is a fad or it's not here to stay or you know all the different um, theories out there on plant-based eating, it's definitely here to stay. When you see movements like that happening, there's something to it. And I'm so glad that Plantex, you know, which launched in or was a thought in December 2019 and actually launched a website in April of 2020, was so ahead of the curve. And, uh, you know, I sent that article to Matthew Kenny, who we announced it, and I look up to Matthew, you know, decades in the plant-based space. And he says, Sean, I was definitely ahead of the curve. But when you start seeing one of the top 10 chefs, and this is another chef giving compliments that this chef's one of the top 10 in the world, moving to plant-based, it shows you the direction of this industry. And I'm just so thankful where Plantex is placed. And honestly, all the investors and shareholders and customers who believed in Plantex so far should really be proud of themselves that they identified such an incredible company in such an unbelievable space. So, you know, again, thank you so much for your support. Thanks for joining us every week. We see the numbers going up all the time. Keep sharing, you know, again, subscribe, give us thumbs up. And um, until next time, stay curious and stay healthy. Cheers. So that's it for this episode of the PlantX podcast please check out investor.plantx.com to learn more. And we welcome you to join our thriving community. In the meantime, stay curious, stay planted, stay healthy.